Kings of Leon. They're the uh, Swiss French band, right? Yeah. Leon. Okay. Headphones secured. Are they all brothers? What's the thing about this band? I'm going to believe that until we find out. I think out. they are. You know that does sound familiar? Yeah. Okay. Brother bands. The Williams band. The Williams band. <laughs> we would suck. Imagine if your band's a bunch of people who can't play instruments and a bass player. <laughs> cool little um, cymbal thing on the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, like, like the little tambo mm-hmm. hit. Yeah, that's it. Tambo. Like the guitar, little guitar in a play. It's crazy because like this has this air of rock music has such a like signature sound to it. Man, this, he, this song would be just as successful if it was just a, his voice. Yeah, I think so too. I was gonna say his yeah. his vocal performance is like really like what makes the Kings of Leon sound. All that verse yeah. didn't need any of that. Yeah. Now this. It's cool. This all makes sense. Mm-hmm. The drums and everything. Yeah. Ooh. I don't remember that. That's a headphone. I wouldn't have heard that. Yeah. Little, little keys in there. Great. This bass player, like, I, he totally knows when to leave space. He's a really, a really skilled, like, a really well-written part here. It's good tone, too. Yeah. Weird dissonant note. Mm-hmm. I like that about Kings of Leon though, because I feel like they 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 like wrote these kind of weirdly sweet emotional songs, right. but they were like, we gotta fuck it up a little bit because yeah. we're cool. We're from Kentucky, I think. And you know about their past too. Right? What? What's their thing? Oh, we'll get into it. Oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I got some crazy fucking research on this song. It's just crazy. Yeah. He's just got the voice. Yeah. Sometimes, when we talk about this on the podcast occasionally, but sometimes there's like, there's being a good singer and being like a compelling singer. Compelling. And like, he's got it. He's, it's like, if this dude was singing around you, you would like watch. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh, sounds good. Yeah. You'd be like, damn, damn son. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And I don't know what that means to be compelling versus to be good. Yeah. But I, I think everybody knows what it means. It's just hard to explain. It's almost like you can hear it inside of you yeah yeah like you almost wish you like you could just it's more I, dynamic it, it, yeah. it, instead of just being like oh he's got this great voice yeah. it seems like he's a character in like a movie yeah, or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> I couldn't articulate it <laughs> I was just doing this yeah just exactly that's why we need the visual part <laughs> that's what, I'm just pretending right, to hit right. a sound more <laughs> every song we do on the podcast we gotta add a so- sound from it to All the right. sound I'm gonna do I'm gonna figure it out that's a great <laughs> welcome to listen to this Season five, best of middle school dance. My name's Ben Williams. I'm here with Luke Campolieta. I don't think I've introduced us in like fucking 100 episodes. We're close to 150 episodes, dude. How do you feel about that? That's pretty crazy, man. We survived a pandemic. Yeah. And other things, maybe. <laughs> a few seasons of 90 Day before the 90 Days. Oh, my, man, such a great show. I wish they had the budget for songs like Sex on Fire. I know. That'd oh, be man. sick. I mean, they probably do have the budget. Just like, why? Yeah, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're in the business of making money, not spending exactly. money. But it would really elevate the show. Today we're talking about the song Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon. 
It was released on September 5th, 2008, and gave the band their first number one single. It was nominated for three Grammy Awards, winning two, and was produced by Angelo Petraglia and Jaquire King. So it's funny because oh, yeah. those Jaquire names... Jaquire King is oh, a very well-known really? mixer engineer producer. Oh, it's yeah. cool because, like, first of all, we all, we talked about this a few times. It's weird to have, like, two producers on a song. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He, and he, I feel like he's more known as, like, a mixer engineer. Like, that's yeah. how I know him. Um, but he's obviously a producer. It's funny because their names sound like. Remember, I was joking that they're like a French band, right? Kings of Leon. Leon, and he got P- produced Jacques by Lee. Angelo, Patrick, Julia, <laughs> and Jacquard King. <laughs> Jacquard Kings of Leon. The song was uh, written about singer Caleb Followell's supermodel girlfriend Lily Aldridge. Cool. Really liked what she did when she was uh, the four 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 uh, power forward in Portland with Damian Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> According Aldridge. to <laughs> according to Caleb Followell, uh, the song is quote about a great sexual relationship with hot hot sex that you remember forever. End quote. Oh, well, I think that was what was kind of cool about this band when the right. song came out is like 2008 was like a really emotional rock period, mm-hmm. and it you know the bands that were huge were like shit like Arcade Fire, who, mm-hmm. whom I also really like. Yeah, but those songs are about like finding your place in society and like how to deal with pressures of modern life. And they're coming out being like, the song's about fucking when it's great. My supermodel girlfriend (laughs) who takes long range two pointers. Um, (laughs) The title sex on fire was kind of an inside joke amongst the band, but eventually became the official title. And I think that's important. Really, because this title is really good. Yeah, it's, it's super it's evocative. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the main line in the hook. Why yeah, wouldn't yeah. it be that? You yeah, know? you know, because it's like sometimes you're like, that sounds dumb. Like I remember when I first heard the song, mm-hmm. and then I saw the title. I was like, that's kind of a dumb title, but right. it stayed with me forever. And I know so it probably will. Yeah, I mean, this was their by far their biggest record. Yeah, well, that other one too. Uh, you somebody. Yeah. But that I, one's more serious. But though. I also feel like that one wrote on this one's coattails. Right. Like very often in a band's career, that their most popular song will be the single that they release after their best song. Right. And I feel like that's always like important to note. Right. Um it's funny that this song is about like hot, hot sex. I know. Because like when it came out, me and all my friends were like, It's totally about V D, bro. Yeah, like, the, like the clap. Yeah. <laughs> clap soundboard. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> we got to use the claps from uh, uh, Low Little Jack. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Get, get those David Banner claps. Oh, I know yeah. we got those on. We got- <laughs> Before writing the song, Caleb Fowell had had surgery on his shoulder and got addicted to painkillers. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you fuck with painkillers? You get addicted ever? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I know I don't I'm really like addicted to things. <laughs> I'm like I'm like hey Luke. Yeah. Tell everyone who's listening, your friends and family. Like you like you get addicted oh, to painkillers. Yeah, I got a codeine problem. <laughs> um he was told Follow was told he couldn't play guitar for eight weeks, and, but ignored that advice. Of course. And when he first picked up the guitar, he immediately started playing this opening riff. Of that's kind of funny. Of yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if that's you true. You need it's the story. Like, it's kind of like the Kirk Hammett story about nothing else matters. What is it? He's like, yeah, I was just on the phone. I was just like strumming my guitar because you know it's all open strings. Yeah. And he's like, oh, bro, I got this song. Because he was just like, hey, he's just like on the phone. That one seems more realistic than because this. that's what you do is yeah. you just kind of fuck on the the high strings. Yeah. You know, like I remember before I I had bought a bass. And I was going to take lessons from this guy who I ended up taking lessons from when I was a kid. But then I got mono. 
right? So I couldn't like be around people or whatever. Right. I can't even remember what it was. But I was like writing songs with just the open strings because it's like that's what you do. Yeah. And it's like those are your options. So it's funny. I wonder if this is like an open string guitar part. I don't know. So Luke, got a question about the recording on here. Yeah. The drums are like really, they really like feel dynamic and feel like pretty chaotic and hard mm-hmm. and like dramatic, but they're not that loud. Right. Like they never really bump past the guitar. So yeah. like, how do you do that? How do you like fake me out into thinking something is louder than it is? Compression. Okay, cool. Compression. So like what's, what's compression in a nutshell? Like explain it like I'm like uh, somebody's mom or something. Compression. You know when you get a mattress in the mail mm-hmm. and it comes like yeah, I do know what you mean. Like it's the fucking va- coolest thing ever. <laughs> and it's like yeah. fucking vacuum sealed. <laughs> yeah. It's compressed. That's, you know, that's the perfect way yeah. to describe it. It's like taking an audio signal mm-hmm. and just like shoving it into like a it's a box, you know. But the thing about compression is you can affect the time of its attack and release when it starts and when it ends. So you can give it like this sense of excitement without giving it so much volume. So like you can have something super compressed with like a very slow attack and like a very fast release. And even though it's you don't have to turn it up really loud, it feels like it's exciting because it's like moving within this like sm- it's like having a, a small cat in a box. It's just like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. exploding within these parameters. These are great you know? descriptions, too. Yeah. <laughs> these are awesome. Well, especially when you talk about drums, mm-hmm. you know, which are very like, you know, like bombastic things. They're like exploding, you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, but that's what this like. That's it sounds to me like that yeah. sounds like compression. It's yeah. it's wild because like I just I don't think that there are any background vocals on here at all. You, now that I think about it, yeah, I think it's just that guitar part. But but it's really cool. Like it doesn't need it. It almost yeah. would feel weird if there was like a harmony. But I also think like part of why this song was successful mm-hmm. is because it has like an implied harmony for the listener to sing. Yeah, like, I hear one in my head, and maybe it is there. Yeah, like when he does the whoa. I feel like there, there's got to be another note in there. I don't think there is, though. I'll we'll, to go back It's and like, oh, yeah. that's how bad we are at listening to this. We didn't do our job. We did 100, 150 fucking episodes. We okay? were goofing around. We did tubular bells <laughs> for you people. Hit the pad. So I think like uh, like Kings of Leon, they're all brothers. Dude, imagine having a band with your brothers. Can Jonas you, Brothers. Can you think about that? I know I got a lot of brothers. The the, the Campos. 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 We're going to start a family band. How big would your band be? I got to count on my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be five of us. That's pretty good. That's it's a good size band. band. I would have like a, a quartet. Is that four? Yeah. Yeah, we would suck though, dude. We would like, I don't, I don't think we'd be a good band. What type of music? I don't know. It's like my older brother doesn't... Like he doesn't like listen to a ton of music. My one of my younger brothers is like into country, and then another one's like into like Casey and the Sunshine Band and like anime music. <laughs> so I, put, I was gonna put say that together. I was gonna say Nate's gonna uh, streamline the band and do trop tropical house. Oh yeah, you guys, be a, tro- you guys gonna be a trop house yeah. band. <laughs> when you you start, guys would kill that. Yeah, that's actually not a bad. We could do a good job. You guys with would kill that. that. But Williams, not a great band name. It's not as good the as Williams. Campolietta or Follow Hill. Follow Hill. Follow Hill. Um. So, last thing I want to say about this song. Did you hear your your boy cover this song before? Sugarland. Oh, they did a cover. Yeah, and it's no, fucking good. It's know. really like, good. Like, a, like an album version. Yeah, yeah. We gotta we oh, gotta dude, we gotta check it out that. after. It's really good. Yeah, you got know. you gotta you gotta check that out, dude. It's, dope. it's maybe not as good as a. Uh, Christmas time, holiday season, or whatever. Right. 
dude so you know um what i was gonna tell you about the band is you know they they used to be like a psychedelic band yeah i can hear that a little bit with like long hair like really mm-hmm. trippy and like when people went it's like the same thing like when people went and saw like extreme oh yeah because yeah. you know they did that really like beautiful song yeah more than words more I, than I, words. it's awesome that you know about extreme i'm, I'm kind of surprised like it, they seem a little bit like not in your zone of they're bands. not school yeah. of rock oh got it you had to learn that song yeah. i also think the guitar player has some sort of berkeley affiliation nunu betancourt but yeah yeah i know which that, is cool yeah, same name yeah, as yeah, julia yeah, yeah. fuck i wonder betancourt. if they know Damn, I think it's Betancourt. I think it's a little different, but still, right, it's close right, enough right, to where right. I'm going to get excited about it. Well, we're going to look it up. Yeah, that more than word song, especially is, like Nunu. Like Nunu, like what? Where heritage is that? Mm, it, it sounds more Italian than than Brazilian. Could be because I feel like Brazilian would be Nene, which is another uh, which is like the basketball player. player. Yeah. Actually, Was he Brazilian? Nene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's just his nickname. Nene just means baby, uh, which I think is funny because he was. a big fucking dude oh yeah i know (laughs) thanks so much for listening to this it's one of the best podcasts you can listen to if you're having hot hot sex with your supermodel girlfriend i I know that when i like to have sex (laughs) i like to put on a music podcast where you know when things are getting really hot and heavy someone's like oh compression that wah guitar (laughs) (laughs) please rate and review our podcast if you're still listening it's crazy we're almost at a hundred thousand total downloads man do you ever think uh, people would that many people would listen to this? No. Yeah, it seems weird. It seems weird. But the number doesn't exist. It's, <laughs> numbers aren't real. It's because of listeners. I was going to say viewers. Listeners like you were able to do this. So give us give us those five stars. Tell your friends. Be like, oh, I know you like those true crime podcasts, but those are for fucking losers. Yeah, what you need to know is you need to know about Nunu Bentoncourt and more than words by Extreme. Randy Jackson. Should our podcast get more psychedelic now? I'm I'm down to weird it up. Yeah, yeah. We should figure that out. Yeah. Soundboard's a good start. Yeah, will be. And it'll be something to do with the NPC. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Alright, we're just trailing off now. Yep. Listen to this. Show note link Patreon that we don't update. <laughs>